Welcome to the Teen Life Coach Podcast. I'm Coach Sammy, and I am so glad you are here. The teen years can be fun and exciting, but also filled with self-doubt, insecurities, and lots of frustration. I am here to help you along your teen journey and make sure you enjoy your teen years as much as possible. Let's get started. All right, you guys, welcome to the podcast today. How are you all doing? I hope you're doing good. I have a guest on the podcast today. Quincy Caden is joining us today, and she is 17 years old. She is the author of a children's book called Frankie's Fishy Feelings, and she has a journey with anxiety, and I wanted to have her on the podcast today to kind of talk about her experience with anxiety, how she's overcome it, and some of the cool things that she's done to help others with anxiety. So Quincy, welcome to the podcast. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm so happy to have you today. Why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about you, why you've written this book, and tell us a little bit about your story. Yeah, for sure. I'm once again, Quincy. I'm from Los Angeles and I'm a junior in high school right now. And I wrote my book because I've grown up with anxiety, just like so many people do. And I've really worked hard to kind of manage it. And I've learned so many skills along the way. I thought that would be a great thing just to share to younger kids and teenagers as well. Um, and share these coping skills that I've learned. Yeah, I love it. And in your book, you actually talk about some of the coping skills that you have learned through therapy and some of the things that have helped you. I love how your book normalizes therapy, especially I know you've gone through COVID. COVID was hard for you. Why do you think so many teens are not jumping in line to go to therapy? Yeah, I mean... It's definitely a vulnerable position to, you know, put yourself in. It's hard. It was hard for me to go at first just to kind of open up to someone. And I think just teenagers are already kind of, you know, secretive and going to someone just to completely open up and talk about your feelings is a really hard thing to do at first. But for me, once I went, it was life changing. Um, so I, I'd really recommend it. Okay. So tell us a little bit about your anxiety. What was your anxiety about? How did you struggle? Yeah. So, I mean, I had it throughout my entire life, like back to preschool. Um, when I was like, you know, back in preschool, elementary school, it was mostly separation anxiety. So being away from my parents or my sister. So things like playdates, um, or after school sports were really hard for me. And then when COVID hit, it got a little worse for me. And, you know, going to school, uh, just stuff like that was really difficult just in that time when we were, you know, going back during all those dramatic shifts, it got pretty hard for me. And I went back to therapy and learned some more coping skills And I think that just that entire process has made me so much stronger. What did you learn about your anxiety and therapy? Yeah, so I've been in kind of like two different types of therapy. So one is exposure therapy, which is like really common with anxiety. So it's kind of a face your fear approach, obviously not jump into whatever scares you the most, but 
you know, taking steps to slowly break down that fear. And that was when my anxiety was pretty bad. And now that it's improved, I mean, I still go to therapy. I think it's a great thing to do. And so now I'm kind of diving into what caused it, like, what were the triggers? And that's just so interesting to me, just thinking back, you know, all the way to when I was two years old, something that may have happened then that's triggered it. And so I think just that process is really interesting. Yeah. And it's it's hard for those who don't experience anxiety. I was a very anxious teen. I'm still an anxious person, but for the most part, I'm able to manage it. But when it does manifest itself, I forget, oh my gosh, this is so miserable. I If I like go a couple months and don't feel really anxious and then I have like, a day or two where I'm really anxious and I got to kind of figure out, okay, why am I anxious? Mm -hmm. I just like, I remember like how bad, how bad anxiety really does make you feel just the physical symptoms alone of anxiety. I'm just like, it happened to me like a couple days ago where I was having a really anxious day and my my body just felt horrible. And I'm like, Oh, what was going on? So for a teen who's experiencing that every single day, it really is very miserable, but a lot of times you don't even know what's going on or why you feel miserable. Yeah. And I think that was how therapy helped me the most. I didn't really know what I was feeling and I would feel different than people. I would be like, Oh, going to sleep over at a friend's house. It's really hard for me. And it's hard for no one else. So I think that going to therapy and just being told you have anxiety, this is what it is. It manifests in this ways. It really helped me just to be like putting a name to the feeling. Yeah. That was like a big part of it for me. And well, and the other thing too is, is like, I think there are so many, even your friends that are going to the sleepover that are probably feeling the same way. They don't know it either. Right. And they're just pushing through and everybody's like, I'm fine on the outside, but on the inside, a lot of teens really are struggling with anxiety and not to say like every teen is struggling with anxiety. There's some anxiety that is good anxiety. Right. But I think like a lot of teens, you know, put on the front, like I'm fine. And they don't share like, Hey, yeah, I feel a little nervous going too. you know? Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, not wanting to share that. I mean, high school and, you know, middle school are like just really like overall kind of intimidating places. And so it can be difficult at times to like say, Oh, I'm really nervous about going to this or, this really like made me feel sad. I think it's really like a difficult place to feel vulnerable in. And I think that's where support systems at school come into play, like school counselors or, you know, just clubs that focus on mental health are so great because it gives a place for a conversation just so people can open up a little bit more without just being completely out. Yeah. And I think a lot of mental health has to do with kind of what you were just saying is knowing that everybody has emotions and emotions are normal and they're Mm -hmm. not bad and they're not something to be ashamed of or to hide. Right. Yeah. And I think if we can teach more teens how to talk about their emotions, feel their emotions, know that emotions are, are safe 
And there's nothing wrong with them if they do have emotions. I think that that goes a long way in helping teens manage anxiety and depression, which I'm sure you probably did a lot of learning to manage emotions in therapy. Definitely, definitely. I've been able to get to the point where I can manage it. And I've been able to do everything that I've wanted to do, you know, on a daily basis. Obviously, there are hard days. Everyone has hard days and I have hard anxiety days. But these skills that I've learned really helps me put it into a manageable place where, yeah, maybe going to this certain event might make me a little nervous. But I'm able to push through and say, yes, this is scary, but I'm able to do this. I've been in situations like this before. And I know I'm able to do it. So I think that just like is amazing. Yeah. And that's giving you that confidence you need to, Mm -hmm. even though you are going to face and maybe unwanted emotion, you can, you can still do it. Tell us why you wrote the book. Yeah. So, you know, I'd been putting all this effort in the therapy and I've been putting all this effort into, you know, learning how to manage this feelings. And I learned so much along the way. And so I wanted to help other kids and I wanted to, you know, help anyone I could. I had been thinking of ways to kind of get my story out there and get these um, strategies out there. And so at first I was thinking, oh, a book. And then I was like, I'm not the best writer, not my strong suit. And so I thought a children's book would be great, not just because the writing issue, but also because like, Kids don't have that much language around it, especially younger kids around anxiety and about depression, all of those kind of more taboo mental illnesses or how that's perceived. And so I wanted to get that language into people's homes. And maybe I've heard stories just after getting my book out there that kids are telling their parents, oh, I felt this before and the parents never knew. And so I think getting that language into households is so important. Um, And so that's why I wrote a children's book specifically. It's amazing. What are your favorite coping strategies? You talk a little bit about a few of them in the book, Mm -hmm. which I think is really great because like you said, there's not a lot of language around like therapy and really like, okay, what, what to do when you feel this Yeah, (laughs) for four children, you know? So, um, Going through the therapy that you've gone through and meeting with the people that have helped you, what are your favorite strategies for managing anxiety? I'd say my go-to is box breathing. I include it in my book as bubble breathing, just because I think that's more simple for, you know, kids to understand and it's more fun and imaginative, but box breathing, how I use it is breathe in four, hold for six, breathe out for eight seconds. And so that just helps me feel kind of in control of my body again, because, you know, anxiety can make your heart pace. It can make you feel like you're out of control. So I think that's a great grounding exercise that really works for me. Self-talk is also really helpful for me. Um, It helps my subconscious kind of get under control. Um, And so that's like, you can do this. You've been in this situation before. You're so strong. Just stuff that you can tell yourself to get you through it. And you can keep saying it and you can keep saying it and eventually just becomes the reality. I love that. Let's say a teen isn't struggling with anxiety or isn't, you know, struggling 
with emotions, but their friends are. How can a teen support their friends who may be suffering with anxiety? And maybe they don't understand, you know, the anxiety. There's a lot of people who don't have anxiety and don't understand it. So it may be kind of like a little bit weird for them, but how can they support their friends? By the way, my husband's like this. He does not experience anxiety at all. So whenever I tell him I'm like anxious, he's like, just doesn't get it. So (laughs) Yeah. Um, I mean, it's definitely a bit of a tricky position. I think just being really understanding of it and not making them feel isolated just because someone doesn't want to do something that maybe they're nervous about. Just being like, it's okay. We can totally do it another day. We can totally, you know, hang out somewhere else. And also just making yourself available as a safe place to kind of, you know, talk to. Because I think just having, as a teenager, having someone your age that you can talk to is so powerful and it really makes it feel less isolating. So just, you know, opening up and having, you know, a place to open up is really great. Yeah, I love that. That's great advice just because anxiety can be very isolating because when we do have anxiety, we tend to avoid everything that gives us anxiety. And a lot of times in our teens, social situations give us anxiety. And so we avoid social situations and then we isolate, which is not a good situation. (laughs) So if your friends are suffering with anxiety, I love that. Just allow it to be a safe place for them to express themselves and also, you know, keep inviting them, keep keep supporting them and loving them. Any other helpful strategies you'd like to mention for the teens? I mean, just another thing that you can do as a friend, a lot of times anxiety can manifest as like, you know, an illness, there's a lot of physical symptoms. I had a situation where my anxiety was read as as an illness and I wasn't able to go on an airplane. So, I mean, appreciating that that can be part of navigating anxiety is just a great thing just to recognize. And you talk a little bit about exposure therapy. Is the airplane one of the things you did exposure therapy on? Um, A little bit. Yeah. Flight anxiety is not like a huge thing for me. I've been working on it after I had um, an event a couple of summers ago where I had a panic attack on a plane. They um, took me off the plane because they thought I was sick and After that, I started working on some more exposure therapy to that. And I think just it's gotten so much better through that. Yeah. And that's hard. Exposure therapy is hard. I have a daughter who has done a lot of exposure therapy. Very, very hard to do. So anybody who has to go through exposure therapy, I commend them. That is it's hard work and your body is fighting you every step of the way. So good for you for getting over that fear. Tell the listeners where they can find you, where they can find your book. Yeah. So all my resources are available on my website, frankiesfishyfeelings.com. And within that is a GoFundMe to get the book into underserved schools, as well as my story and other coping strategies that are included in the book. If you ever need help and you ever just maybe feel overwhelmed, there's some coping strategies in there. And you know what? I know it's a children's book, but you can order it for yourself there too. I think it works for any age. Yeah. And the anxiety thing that I say about like feelings is the feelings are universal, right? They're the one language that we all speak, whether you're zero or you're 101, right? Everybody speaks the language of emotions just because we're human. So even though it's speaking to children, like 
I got stuff out of it too. So yeah, job well done, Quincy. It's so nice to have you on the podcast. I'll put the website in the show notes. Thank you. Hey guys, do you want more? If you are ready to work with me in one of my coaching programs for teens, check out my website, knowingup.com. That's K-N-O-W-I-N-G-U-P.com. Whatever you are struggling with, whether big or small, I can help. We learn so much more in my programs than what is offered here on the podcast. Come join me, you guys. See you soon.